Hello, everyone. Welcome to the very next episode of the TNT College Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Wilson. Glad to be back on this evening. Hope everybody's doing well. Had to jump on to perform another mini chat here uh, to discuss the latest news to drop this early this afternoon. The University of Massachusetts, uh, the Minutemen, joining the MAC, or should I say rejoining the MAC, as they were in the conference previously. Um, just a, a fantastic opportunity for UMass Athletics. They will be joining um, for all sports. Uh, hockey will stay in their East in the in the Hockey East Conference. And then uh, I, I thought I read lacrosse is looking to stay. I believe in the in the A10. I, I, I believe is what I saw, but nonetheless, um, just a like I said, a fantastic fantastic opportunity here for UMass solidifying themselves in the FBS realm by joining a conference again um, the MAC again um, as uh, as they were previous there, previously there from 2012 to 2015 now it's been reported by many people out there it hasn't officially been announced yet <clears throat> so at Excuse me. With all these things, you always, of course, want to uh, take it with a grain of salt, um, just because of the f the fact that these things um, can can fall apart. But at the same time, with as many people and the credible people that are reporting it, I think it's pretty safe to say that this is <clears throat> going to happen. It's just just waiting for the official announcement of it to happen um, again I think everybody is really really excited about this um, from the UMass side I, of course there's there's going to always be people that that want that want them the east coast type of thing that there's just and I know historically they love being in the a10. Um, for their other sports and I get it I get it like from a basketball perspective the A-10 is is a fantastic conference um, I firmly believe if UMass basketball men's basketball was in the MAC right now they would be the first or second best team in the conference behind Akron um, but the, it's very possible that they could be the top team in the, in the MAC as well this year as they're a about to be a 20-win team with an A-10 schedule. They've played a pretty tough schedule. They have some good wins on their on their that they've had on their schedule. They beat South Florida this year, who is running who is running away with the I shouldn't say running away, but doing very very well in the AAC. So this is a great move from the athletic standpoint because if you dive into some of the numbers here. That, that I've that I've been able to look up um, UMass athletic expenses uh, compared to the rest of the Mac is pretty astounding 52.9 million dollars the next in line would be Buffalo at 39 and a half million and I think it makes sense from Buffalo's perspective because they're traveling farther than any other team in the Mac um, but you look at UMass with the with the amount of travel they have to do in the a10 and then when you look at their football budget Football expenses at ten point seven million, um, 
because of some of the travel that they've had to do um, for their football program. Um, but but if you dive a little deeper into some of the other numbers, um, 2024 U.S. News uh, National University rankings, UMass would be the highest ranked school out of all the current MAC schools, the, current, the 12 current MAC schools. UMass would rank 67th. The next closest is Buffalo at 76. Um, so you look at that, they're, they're in a good place there. Research spending. Um, this was from a 2022 study, I believe. Um, <clears throat> UMass had $603 million in research spending, significantly higher than everyone in the MAC. The next closest is Buffalo at $440 million. And then there is a drastic drop off after that to Toledo at third at 65 million. Um, drastic there. Um, when you look at their recent football rankings, 2002 to present ranking average um, from SP plus ratings. Um, of course, we understand UMass is going to be at the bottom of that list from a football perspective. They have struggled as an independent. They struggled when they were in the MAC previously. It, it, it has been a struggle for them from a football standpoint. But I think right now they finally have some firm footing. They have a good, good coaching staff. They've brought in high-level players, and I think they're in a really good spot to move up this list. They play five MAC teams uh, in 2024 this season. Um, you look at last season; they. Uh, won three games they beat army um that so that they and you look at they played toledo close miami ohio close those were the two top teams in the mac um so there's a really so there's an opportunity there their national championships they're right in the middle of the pack from an end from total from total of teams plus individual athletics they're in the middle of the pack with six um then you their recent basketball rankings 2002 to present ranking of average Ken Palm rate rank rating uh, they would be fifth out of the 13 that are in there they're at 123 right behind Ohio at 120 Toledo is first at 100 so they're right there um, towards the top of the pack there athletic department budgets um, this is again a 2022 US Department of Education they had the highest budget, $43.9 million. Next in line would be Miami, Ohio at $37.9 million. Again, you have to look at the amount of traveling they were having to do in the A-10. And as an independent football program, having to travel all over the country. Um, but at the same time, I don't see that changing much. You look at their all-sports success last year in, in the Director's Cup points. Uh, they would be last at with only 25 points. Ball State significantly ahead of everyone at 207 points. Um, you do have to weigh in the fact that UMass not being in a conference for football there um, and them joining the MAC in other sports is really going to help them move up that chart. And then the number of varsity athletes, UMass would have the most in the MAC per the U.S. Department of Education, that 2022 study at 635. Next would be Miami, Ohio at 584. So you look at those numbers, there's some really, really good ones for them. Uh, UMass is a fantastic institution. Um, what they're bringing from an athletic standpoint, 
they're only going to rise, in my opinion, looking at them <clears throat> from a football perspective. Like I said, I feel like the infrastructure is is in place. And when I say that, I think there's now a there's a firm dedication to the football program. Um, there's a really good coaching staff. They brought in some really good players, and, and and they're on the up, and that's the important thing. And for them to solidify themselves in a conference, joining the MAC is extremely important. Obviously, they're gonna have they're they're joining in 25, 26. So obviously, they're not doing it this year. Their schedule is set for this year. Like I said, they're playing five MAC teams this season. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they fare there. They played, like I said, they played three last year in 2023. They lost all three, but was by 17 points or less in those three games. They hung right with Eastern Michigan. They arguably should have won that game. Um, and then, like I said, Miami, Ohio, and Toledo, the top two teams in the MAC, they hung with them. So you look at it, this is a program on the rise and an institution that fits uh, the what they're trying to do here now you look at it from the perspective some people might look at it and say man that's some that's a lot of traveling they're going to have to do uh amherst massachusetts to DeKalb, illinois isn't isn't close let's just say but you get on a flight in boston and you fly to chicago it's not going to be that bad uh, let's let's be honest i mean come on uh, in today's world you can get on a get on a plane and fly somewhere in a couple hours and it's not even a big deal um Plus, you look at it, too. You look at their A-10 travels. Uh, they won't be – St. Louis in the A-10 is much farther. Or I shouldn't say much. It's farther than anywhere else that they would go in the MAC. And Davidson College down in North Carolina, um, there's only one MAC program that would be farther as a travel, being Northern Illinois. So you look at that, and there's – you're going to save on some travel costs here Um and, and you're going to have a rival from the football standpoint of Buffalo. You can form that rivalry in every sport. It's going to be good for them. They have some an East Coast team there that can help them with that as a travel partner and other in the in the other sports, basketball, um, the uh, the other Olympic sports and such. Uh, they will have they will then have a travel partner, which is significant when it comes to to these things um, because that's a big deal when it comes to the other sports. And of course, when you look at this, the Mac now is going to have 13 teams. I think we're all in agreement that, uh, that they're going to want to have an even amount of teams. Um, what will it be 14 or 16? I have heard that there's um, significant movement potentially for the Mac that they're looking to try to add three programs. To me, that's really, really interesting because now you got to look at UMass was was for a while linked to Conference USA, especially when Delaware was added. I think, I personally think that that move to the MAC is is much better for UMass in so many ways, um, financially being number one. And then athletically, they fit that blueprint. They've been there, and from a football perspective, they've been there in the MAC. And I really, really believe that this is a really good move for them. But then now you look, okay, what is the MAC going to do when it comes to adding other teams? Uh, there's significant uh, consideration 
we we heard last year as well western kentucky and middle tennessee were were highly considered by the mac i i i've heard that there were there was offers in place to both schools middle tennessee didn't want to go and western kentucky was kind of on the fence is what i've heard of course you can't confirm the offers on the table but at the same time I've now heard that Western Kentucky is willing to potentially move without Middle Tennessee then, which is really interesting. Uh, I've seen Western Kentucky fans with mixed uh, emotions when it comes to this. Some want to stay in Conference USA. Some think the MAC move would be terrible. Some say, hey, let's go to the MAC because they don't want to be in Conference USA because they think it's a mess. So that's a really, really interesting situation. I think adding Western Kentucky would be a significant move for that conference. Um, Moves you a little south, obviously, but at the same time, it gets you a really, really strong athletic program, especially on the football side, where they've done some really, really good things uh, in recent history and throughout their history. And you look at some of their other sports, they, they are very successful. It would just be a great match if they were able to add Western Kentucky as that 14th member. Um, there's, of course, then do you, do you look at Middle Tennessee? Do they potentially want to join as well? That's always an option. And then you have some other options as well. You look at, say, North Dakota State. I think I personally believe that is way too far uh, um, from a from what the MAC would want to do from a footprint perspective, I think North Dakota State is much better suited for the Mountain West, and I feel like that that's always been kind of their goal. But I could be wrong with that. That's just my personal opinion. Um, I I think some that may make some more sense would be possibly Youngstown State. Um, gets you a little bit more east, but you're also more with that huge Ohio base that the Mac has. It gives you another Ohio team. Um, you look at my neck of the woods, Illinois State potentially being an option. Uh, I could see that. You could even look at Southern Illinois. Um, honestly, you could look at a handful of the Missouri Valley Football Conference teams and really you could see it uh, potentially unfolding that way. Um, then there's, of course, uh, my beloved UConn Huskies. Now, of course, if UConn joins the MAC, it would only be for football. But I, I can tell you that all, all the people making the big decisions when it comes to UConn football and UConn athletics, they are all in on going to a power conference, to a power four program. And, and I can firmly say that UConn would not would not want to be in Conference USA or the MAC, um, just from what I've been told, and, and my personal beliefs too. I I, I think it would selfishly it would be fun for me as I cover UConn football and live in MAC country in Illinois, very close to Northern Illinois University, to be able to go see UConn play. A significant amount of football games. Yeah, that'd be cool. But at the same time, UConn has bigger aspirations 
and I firmly believe that they're going to get that opportunity sooner rather than later. They're they're doing some really great things there. They just got to get the results on the field. So that comes down to the 14th member. If if I'm looking at it right now, I'm going to say Western Kentucky. But at the same time, you could see it go in different directions. So it'll be really, really interesting to see. I think it's I think it's very apparent though that another team is going to be added. I don't think there's any way that they stay with an odd amount. As we know, Conference USA is also looking to add more members to get to an even number as well. We we have long heard Tarleton State mentioned as a possible possibility there. You could look at Missouri State as an option for the MAC or Conference USA, and I've even heard them mentioned from a Sunbelt perspective. So there's there's options that they're going to have plenty of options. Um, then you look at Eastern Kentucky. They've long wanted to move up, but Western Kentucky has always said you're not going to be in the same conference as us. Well, if Western Kentucky goes to the MAC, Eastern Kentucky is an easy replacement with the same blueprint basically in the same state where you can just plug and play let's just say from that perspective so there, there's a lot of options here it's going to be really really interesting to see how this moves uh, my good buddy justin Perzet, who who i've had on uh, my show many times to talk uconn football he he asked me a question today uh, before this all came out he's like do you think we're going to have as much shifting this offseason as we did the season before and and I was of course was going to say no because the shift the whole Pac-12 went away and I don't think we're going to have a seismic shift of that regard but who's to say the ACC isn't going to fall apart and when that happens the floodgates will open again but I was going to say no and then literally two hours later UMass joins the MAC so it's, a, it's an interesting time, obviously. There's a lot going on, and I think it's very clear that with the new setup in college football, the independents are going to go by the wayside. We've seen Liberty join Conference USA this season. We're going to see Army join the AAC for football this season, this upcoming season. Um, now you have UMass joining the MAC next season. That leaves Notre Dame and UConn as the two lone FBS independents. And you can kind of say that Notre Dame isn't a true FBS independent anymore because half their schedule, they play ACC opponents. And we all know with the shift that's upcoming, Notre Dame is going to be a player in many, many different conference realignment talks. They always are. They always are. They're always tied to the Big Ten. They're, not, they're always tied to the ACC. There's so many ways that could go. Heck, you could even see them in the SEC for all we know. But that's another talk for another day. Let's give UMass the credit they deserve for getting this done. Congratulations to UMass Athletics for this. Congratulations to the UMass fans. Uh, all the interactions I've ever had with them on, on social media have been good. They're a good group of people. Yes, they're a rival of a team that I support heavily. And, and I will also say I hope and pray that that rivalry continues with UMass and UConn football. I firmly believe that it will because it's great for both institutions. It's great for the Northeast. 
The schools are very, very close. I can't see it going by the wayside, uh, and I hope that continues. But again, congratulations to UMass. You guys uh, have set your footprint for FBS football moving forward, and congratulations to you guys. So thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed my little dis discussion here on uh, the University of Massachusetts Minutemen and their move to the MAC, the Mid-American Conference. Um, looking forward to seeing them down the road. Uh, like I said, I don't live very far from Northern Illinois. So like I said, I live in Mac country. I grew up in Michigan, right by, not too far from Central, not too far from Eastern. I've been to Western a handful of times. So I, I, I support the Mac heavily. I've been to Ball State, uh, Toledo. Uh, it, it, it's a fantastic conference. And I can't wait to see UMass moving forward how it goes so like and subscribe when you're listening on Spotify it's greatly appreciated leave a five-star review helps get the show out to more people again that's greatly greatly appreciated as well um, feel free to follow me on Twitter X at coach underscore B will my personal account and then the podcast account at TNT college foot one again everybody hope you have a great night God bless